Hey, what's up, everyone? My name is SBJ, and you're listening to another episode of Pokemon Podcast, specifically 157, even though this isn't really a full episode. Um, it's just me talking. There's no Travis or Will with us today. Travis had exams over the weekend or some kind of school thing, and uh, Will was busy or just didn't respond to my text. Either one, I'm, I'm going to go with that he was busy. Uh, but I apologize that we don't have a full episode for you guys, but we are going to cover some things that regard Kickstarter backers and just some bit of news, as well as a big setup for our next episode, which uh, I hope to make a big one. But before we dive into news, I do want to say that uh, Pokemon Podcast will be again at Midwest Gaming Classic this coming spring. Uh, dates are, I think, confirmed, but I don't have the whole schedule planned out. So uh, if, you, if you're if you a long-time listener or at least somewhat of a recent listener, we've been at Midwest Gaming Classic, which takes place in Brookfield, Wisconsin. Uh, we've been a part, we've been going and being a part of Midwest Gaming Classic for like the last five years now. I think this will be our fifth show. Uh, last year, we partnered with Nintendo and they shared a room with us, and they had a bunch of DSs and a bunch of giveaways last year. Uh, they will be returning uh, to partner with us again this year at Midwest Gaming Classic, so we will again share a room with Nintendo, which is very, very cool. Uh, they're pretty awesome guys, same team as last year. But if you've never been to the Midwest Gaming Classic, what it is is it's a it's the biggest gaming convention in the Midwest. We don't have a lot uh, gaming-specific, but... It takes place in the Sheraton Hotel, and there is a bunch of open pinball games, open uh, tournaments, Mario Kart 64, Quake, Halo, Call of Duty, Smash Brothers, all that other stuff. There's a bunch of tournaments. Most, I think they're all free now, actually. A uh, bunch of open pinball. I said that. There's a huge vendor hall that has a bunch of old stuff so if you're looking for old games or a nintendo 64 or sega saturn they usually have those for sale uh and uh there's some other stuff and there's there's pokemon podcasts there's us and uh i don't know what we're doing this year um exactly but i know we will be bringing back our pokemon pinball machine that i myself and aaron spriggs aaron a first guest on Pokemon Podcast. He helped me build that. Uh, he's way more handier than I am. And uh, we built this awesome pinball machine. Mostly him. Mostly him. But uh, we built this awesome pinball machine and uh, it was there last year. It was the, there the year before. It'll be again this year. Custom Pokemon pinball machine. Um, which is really cool. Other than that, we're going to also be at C2E2. Again, another, I think our fifth year there too. I always lose lose track of uh, how long we've we've been there for, but uh, we were at C2, C2E2 last year, and Veronica Taylor, the original voice of Ash Ketchum, Ketchum, introduced me to the crowd last year, which was very cool. She's super awesome, and uh, it will again be a new panel. I'm not sure exactly what we will be talking about, but uh, I usually leave it open to a lot of Q&A because I know the audience likes that a lot and uh, every year C2E2 has given us a bigger room and uh, somehow we always manage to fill that room so uh, it must, me must mean that Pokemon Podcast is doing something right but uh, if you haven't been to C2E2 that's going to be at the end of April 
and that's going to be at the McCormick Center in uh, Chicago, kind of close to Wisconsin, but uh, more south of Midwest-ish, I guess. But uh, the McCormick Center, uh, C2E2 is the Chicago Comic uh, and Entertainment Expo. They have a lot of comic book stuff. I know Twitch was there last year. Uh, Stan Lee is usually there. The Green Rain Power Ranger dude guy was last was there last year. I'm just trying to think of things off my head. Uh, if you like pop figures, they have a lot of pop figures there. Those are the little vinyl things with the big eyes. I don't know. Every booth seemed to be selling those last year. Um, but we will have a panel. Uh, we're not sure the date. It's either going to be Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, we don't get to pick that. That's up to C2E2 to decide. But it should be an hour long. And it's totally free. But C2E2 itself costs money. So um, we'll let you know when that gets closer. I just wanted to put those two events out there coming this spring. Because that's really the only big time that Pokemon Podcast gets to kind of travel outside. Uh, we try to do other stuff. But, you know, stuff is expensive. And, um, yeah, uh, actually not Pokemon podcast related, but, uh, I went to PAX South, uh, down in San Antonio, which for those of you that don't know where San Antonio is, it's like an hour away from Austin, uh, Texas. I think everyone knows where Austin is. Um, but it was the first year, uh, PAX South happened. PAX is the Penny Arcade Expo. I don't even know if they call it the Penny Arcade Expo, but, um, uh, run by Mike and Jerry of Penny Arcade. Uh, first year at PAX, uh, first year, uh, my first year at PAX, also the first year of PAX South existing. Uh, I went there with Irene and some friends. Um, we had it booked a long time ago, but we went down there. First time in Texas. It was great. Uh, PAX South is actually pretty small. It was probably the same size, oh, probably a lot, well, so the showroom where they actually sell stuff was like one-eighth the size of C2E2 showroom, which is almost all selling stuff. But uh, Twitch was there and had a very big booth, and there was a indie board game area which had eight new board game makers presenting their new games, which is uh, pretty cool. I'm, I'm super into board games, so that appealed to me. There was a bunch of other games uh, going on. Uh, there was like a game called Gigantic, which was... For it was like five versus five, um, team versus team shooting, but making your other monster fight their monster kind of thing. A lot of other stuff. Uh, Nintendo had a booth there. They had the new 3DS uh, on display with Majora's Mask, uh, Luigi's Mansion, Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate, and uh, Codename Steam. Those were the four games they were presenting. So. I was able to play with the new 3DS. Um, it is very cool. Uh, the The buttons all feel good. I know I talked about the buttons last last episode. The buttons all feel good. The uh, C stick, which I believe they're calling it, the little nub, was very weird. It doesn't actually like move at all. It's it's almost pressure sensitive. So I originally thought it was going to be like the uh, nub on like a, a IBM laptop or like one of those. Uh, Older style machines with that uh, like a racer in between the keyboard, um, but that on a computer kind of had more give. The nub, uh, the C stick on the th new 3DS uh, barely moved at all. It was just kind of you just kind of put pressure on the direction you wanted to move it. And I played Monster Hunter for you. 
which uh, previously on the original 3DS, I used the Circle Pad Pro. Um, so it was, I, I'm confident in saying that I didn't like it as much as the Circle Pad Pro, but the pros and cons of not strapping this giant mechanism to your 3DS, uh, I might just get used to it. Uh, but uh, the new 3DS was there, it was cool. Uh, and I won a shirt that says the new Nintendo 3DS on it. I guess that was cool because I played Monster Hunter three times and I guess I qualified it for a shirt. So that was cool. Um, but yeah, PAX South, uh, it was a very cool show. It was actually a lot smaller than I expected, but I'm, it was its first year. I'm sure next year it'll be a lot bigger. Um, but I, for me, if I had the option, I would probably instead go to PAX Prime or PAX East and give those a shot. Uh, now that I know what San Antonio looks like, I have not been to Boston or Seattle, so that kind of appeals to me. But that's kind of a mini recap on PAX South. But Pokemon news, you guys probably want to hear that. Because Travis or Will or no one else is here, we'll probably do a, a, a recap of this news in the future just to kind of get their opinions. And of course, with Pokemon news, you never get the whole story. So I'm sure at some point we're going to get this news, like more news added on on top of this news, which gives us better talking points here. Uh, but the first bit of news is that uh, the Pokemon tournament game thing that's happening uh they revealed some new pokemon fighting so this is that fighting game uh that pokemon and tekken teamed up to make so originally we saw lucario and machamp uh, obviously two fighting pokemon lucario being for some reason people's favorite pokemon i don't understand uh but uh, they introduced three new pokemon um so it's cool because these none of these pokemon are fighting pokemon and uh, they did state that not all the Pokemon would be fighting Pokemon, so that was kind of cool. Uh, so the first one being Pikachu. Um, of course, Pikachu cannot not be in a Pokemon game, right? So Pikachu is one of the new fighters here. Uh, surprisingly, Suicune, um, the legendary Pokemon from Gold and Silver, or Heart Gold, Soul Silver as well, uh, is returning, or not returning, but showing up. In a fighting game, which is very interesting, um, because it's not a uh, a two-legged Pokemon, I guess. By by leg, by legging, uh, dose legs Pokemon, and then uh, we also have Gardevoir, uh, who is also appealing in this game, and it seems at one point uh, it can Mega Evolve, so. I'm sure we're going to see that again with like Lucario and some other Pokemon as well. Uh, in other news, the the in other news, Viz Media, the people who run the television and movie department for Pokemon, has announced that Deance and the Cocoon of Dis Destruction, <laughs> sorry, Destruction, will be released on DVD in North America on February seventeenth. And will cost probably around twenty dollars. I'm sure Amazon will have it cheaper. Um, but if you are one to collect the Pokemon movies, uh, that's going to be De the Deonce movie uh, on February seventeenth. And uh, if I know Pokemon, I'm sure at one point we're going to see this on Cartoon Network again, and Netflix or Hulu shortly after. 
uh, because Pokemon seems to be uh, keeping keeping up on the internet with those. Again, some uh, more U.S. specific news: uh, the downloadable Embor with the hidden ability Reckless is now available for download in America uh, and Europe. Uh, if you have Omega Ruby or Alpha Sapphire. So in order to do so, just go to Mystery Gift and enter the download code POKEMON500, P-O-K-E-M-O-N, 500 in the Mystery Gift menu. You will get that Embor we talked about last time. Uh, it will, it'll be level 50. It will know Flare Blitz, Hold Back, Head Smash, and Takedown. Uh, Superior is also available um, through Mystery Gift. Uh, same thing to get the Embor. Go to Mystery Gift. Enter the code Pokemon four nine seven P O K E M O N four nine seven. In the Mystery Gift menu, you will get a level fifty Superior that knows Leaf Storm, Hold Back, Ring Out, and Giga Drain. Uh, this one has the hidden ability of Contrary, and uh, it looks like. It looks like that uh, the distributions for these Pokemon will end on November 30th, so there is no rush to do so. And if you are curious where Samurott is, it will be available starting February 5th with a code that will appear in the Pokemon Trainer Club newsletter. So there you go. If uh, That's uh, in two days for me recording this. If you're looking for your Samurott, but uh, get the other two while you're waiting. And if you forget, we'll remind you in the future, because I surely will forget. But uh, we all have till November 30th to get all three of these Pokemon. And if you are a TCG player, it looks like the Double Crisis Blister Packs are coming soon. This is the new set coming out. It looks like, um, according to Poke Beach, that that the Double Crisis set is going to come out on April 29th. And if you are looking for the Primal Clash booster packs, they will release on March 19th, uh, right before Double Crisis. And that pretty much wraps it up for Pokemon news. I'm probably, I'm probably missing something, but uh, again, short episode uh, just to catch up with you guys. Moving on to if you are a Kickstarter backer, you probably saw on our Twitter, uh, Pokemon Podcast, that the t-shirts have come in for those of you that backed at a level that gets a t-shirt. Um, for everything else, the buttons should be arriving tomorrow as of this recording, and the stickers should be arriving as of Thursday of this recording. So that uh, that's all the physical rewards we were waiting for to get those sent out. So my plan is that this weekend we send all the physical rewards out to our backers and start finalizing things for anyone who pledged to be on the show. Uh, so if you pledged to be on the show, you probably already received an email stating so. If not, don't worry about it um, because there's... People who pledge to be on the show and physical rewards, and then people just pledge to be on the show. So we, like I said before, we're trying to get all the physical rewards out before we do anything else. And that goes for if you paid for uh, any advertisement on the show, we will be contacting you after the physical rewards have gone out. 
And I can't thank everyone enough who backed the Kickstarter. Uh, that's why you are listening to my voice right now and not Travis's or Will's, even though you would want to listen to their voice or anyone else who's on the show. Uh, like Micah, he sometimes appears. At this point, I think I'm rambling a bit, so I'm just going to wrap up this super short show for you guys and um, set up for next show. So for our next episode, I thought that we haven't done an email email-only show in quite a while, so that's kind of what we want to do, make it a nice, long, meaty show for you guys. Uh, so in order to make an email-only show, or a questions-only show, however you want to phrase that, uh, we need you guys to submit questions. So there's a couple ways you can do that. Uh, the best way would probably be directly emailing me, which is sbj at pkmencast.com, S. S as in snake, B as in boy, J as in jack-o'-lantern at pkmncast.com. Just shoot me an email uh, with the subject questions or questions for next episode. And uh, send in any questions you have. Um, If uh, you're not hip with the email, you can also send us questions via Twitter. Uh, The only request I have is if you tweet at us at Pokemon Podcasts, include the hashtag PKMNCast uh, so we can filter that a little easier. So you can ask us questions through Twitter. Just include the hashtag um, hashtag PKMNCast. That'll make it way easier to track the questions. Um, Don't do anything through Facebook because Facebook's messy and I don't want your questions to get lost. So uh, email any questions or tweet at us uh, via Facebook and try to do that before... Uh, this coming weekend, so the recording is February 3rd, so try to do that before um, February 8th, if I can do math right, um, so we can get all the questions answered. If for any reason you send in a question afterwards, we'll just save that for future shows, but um, we want to do an email only show for next time, and uh, so send in our questions. Otherwise, uh, just like I stated before, uh, you can follow us on Twitter. It's at Pokemon Podcast. Uh, use the hashtag PKMNCast if you are sending in questions. And you can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash PKMNCast. And finally, you can follow me on Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash draggingalake. Uh, otherwise, uh, thanks for listening to this really short, probably kind of boring episode of It's Super Effective. Uh, but we'll be back with a really long show for you guys. We'll, depending on how many questions we get, we might break it into two parts and release them back to back for you. So it's a little bit easier to listen. But uh, um, until next time, this has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are super effective. <laughs>